Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Teresa Walsh Valenzas is a life coach devoted to empowering people to reach their dream destiny through personal wellness. She is passionate about the psychology that guides people to fulfill their highest potential and guides them to align body, mind and heart. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you, Leanne, for having me. It's uh, wonderful to be here today. I'm excited. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really excited to talk about our theme of psychology-guided fitness, which is really getting me curious. But first, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, well, for me, it was a really natural evolution um, that began when I gained a whopping 90 pounds with my... uh, with my daughter's pregnancy. I see my daughter's pregnancy because uh, my pregnancy with my daughter, um, because um, I had lost two children before that to misca- I'd had two miscarriages before that and uh, had to have a whole bunch of assistance with keeping a pregnancy. And that combined with frequent large meals and depression <laughs> led me to a, a 90 pound weight gain. And uh, it didn't go away after the baby. I thought that it was miraculously going to go away. And I suddenly woke up ecstatic that I finally had a baby and utterly depressed and feeling trapped under the weight of my own body. And I was talking to a friend about it. And she said to me, well, you're 35, having your first baby, what do you expect? Get used to the new reality. And I thought to myself, no, 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 this cannot be, it's not going to happen. Now, I had never been into fitness. I had never been into uh, um, dieting and, and wellness and all of that stuff. So I really had to dig deep to see what it was that I really wanted. And I knew that I wanted to be an energetic mom. I knew that I wanted to be healthy. And I knew that I didn't feel good in my body being so overweight. And I also knew that I wanted to be happy. Before all of this, the career that I had left was working with the elderly. And I was always fascinated when I worked with the elderly that there were some that had this spark, this twinkle in their eye. And I would listen to these stories that just fascinated me. And I thought to myself, when I get to be there, I want to have that sense of satisfaction in my life. So I'm reflecting on all of this. And I think to myself, I don't want to regret not doing something about this, not having everything. I'd fought to have a baby and now I was going to get myself out from under the weight of my own body. And I was going to have that satisfaction that I had seen firsthand in the elderly that I'd worked with. And that's where I started my journey. I trained in fitness. um, I trained in psychology 
and I blended them together and found it to be so empowering for myself and for others. So that's the quick nutshell. Yeah, that's of what brought me here. Yeah, and it's was it like a sort of a light bulb moment when you said, "Right, I am changing," or is it a decision you came to after a certain period of time? How did that actually happen? Well, it the I'm changing part happened almost immediately after I brought the baby home. Mm. Um, I was uh, having difficulty with uh, my mobility uh, and. My, my maternity clothes were fitting me almost the same. <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, <laughs> this is awful. And I caught pictures of myself. And, you know, I, I, when, when you have a newborn, you don't make it to the shower as often as you'd like to. And my hair was greasy. And I took a look at myself and I thought, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I've never seen myself like this. Um, I have to do something about it. But I didn't know what, because I wasn't, I didn't have any skills to go to fall back on. I had never been on a team. I never run track and field. I'd never done any of that stuff. So I had to, and I really liked food. <laughs> so I had to really uh, decide what I wanted more. And uh, then I uh, researched what I was going to do for food. I didn't want to be hungry. And I definitely did not want to uh, risk anything for my baby. I'd had two miscarriages before and I wanted to breastfeed and I wanted to make sure I was uh, getting the right nutrition and the right amount of calories. So I wasn't going to do anything drastic. And that led me to a plant-based diet because it still allowed me to keep chocolate, which was very important to me. <laughs> so the moral of that story is you have to pick, you have to find your own starting point. You have to pick the reason why and what you're willing to give up and what you're still able to hold on to. Cause I had to hold on to something. I couldn't just go cold Turkey and just do everything, do all the things. It wouldn't have lasted. I would have, it wouldn't have lasted. So psychology guided fitness, where did that come from? Mm. Well, I have a degree in psychology and I was working uh, in nursing homes uh, with uh, in long-term care facilities with uh, the elderly. So I had the background in psychology and I was always fascinated by it. Now, when I started my weight loss journey, I not only wanted to follow other groups, I wanted to learn, I wanted to immerse myself in everything that I could. I wanted to know what the trainers were teaching me. I wanted to know why the diets were the way they were. And I wanted to eat whole foods. And so I studied it all and I got certified in fitness. And then I became certified in a modality, a psychotherapeutic modality called internal family systems. Now, I'm not a therapist, but I am a practitioner. I have high level training. And that blending of the psychology piece and the fitness piece was what led me to calling it psychology guided fitness and weight loss. Before I got the psychology training in internal family systems, and I was uh, certified in fitness, so more at the beginning of my journey, 
I started running fitness groups and I was helping other moms going through similar, uh, similar problems. And I found that I needed a little bit of help in finding the ways to motivate them the way I had been motivated myself, because it's one thing to have experienced it yourself and to have one perspective. And it's quite the other to have the background and the ability to be curious and to help the other person find what their experience is. I wanted it to be individualized. I didn't want it to be cookie cutter. And so that's what led me to um, studying and uh, learning about the internal family systems model, which blends beautifully with wellness and coaching and really helps um, helps me with my clients because uh, it's more than uh, calories in and calories out and fitness. It's also what happens here and what happens in our hearts. So um, for me, it's worked beautifully, uh, personally and professionally. It's definitely something that I've heard about. And even with my own journey about, oh, I think it was 12 years ago now, I did the same thing. I thought it was just about the physical with the weight loss and everything, but it's a lot about the mind, isn't it? So yes. I was very lucky to get a mentor who would address that because I don't think I would have been as successful without having that mind part of it come in because it is very much like, it's not just diet, it's not just exercise. It's very much a major component is the mind, isn't it? Yeah. And 12 years ago. So it worked beautifully for you. Right. And a lot of, a lot of women, uh, people, I say women because I tend to work mostly with women, uh, but a lot of people, if they don't work with that component, it's just yo-yo up and down and it's taxing. It's exhausting. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah. And I, and I can only relate to the yo-yo because we hear about yo-yo dieting and that, but it's more a yo-yo lifestyle, isn't it? Yes, I'm really healthy and I'm exercising, but no, then suddenly I'm not because something happened to me and I'm not coping with that. So I'm just, you know, eating whatever I want and not exercising. Mm-hmm. So it's that sort of yo-yo that I've seen a lot of. But having the psychology come into it or the mindset come into it, it sort of means that you get a bit more resilient, don't you? And you keep doing the things you need to be doing, even in the tough times. Exactly. So what, what changed for me there was that instead of me being focused on what I had to eat and what I had to do for fitness, working on the psychology piece made that intuitive. It makes it intuitive because I will naturally know that my body needs to exercise. I will naturally know what's best for me to eat. I will naturally intuitively make those choices. So it doesn't become, it's not an added work. It's not added work. It's not an added task in the day so much. It just happens naturally. I went from craving burgers and junk food to being so happy with salad and juice. And still, I have my cheats. I love my chocolate and I love my pasta. But I started my weight loss journey 13 years ago and I've maintained because it has become an intuitive process. And that's what I see happening with other people that I work with also. And the deeper work there is that that is what inspired me and led me to doing something 
I never thought was possible would, would be, which is to, to help other people and work for myself. So it enabled me to reach for my dreams and do something that is so fulfilling to me. And how neat is that to come full circle to feeling that level of fulfillment that I was seeing in the elderly that I was working with and that secret sauce that they had. I feel that that is the secret sauce. If you feel good in your body and if you're connected to yourself and you understand your needs, well, you see the whole world differently, don't you? Mm, That's for sure. And early on when you were sort of talking to people about like, yes, you were doing the fitness classes and that, you said you were sort of getting to learn about what they were going through as well, not just your own journey. What are some of the things that were coming up for them that you identified that they needed something more than just, say, a fitness routine? Yeah, well, a lot of the the traps that I find very often is uh, are centered around the no pain, no gain mentality, right? So when we talk about mindset, typically people's thinking goes to, no pain, no gain. So I have to do this so that, right? Which automatically sets us up for a fight. I'm no longer looking forward to it. It's not going to, I'm not focusing on how good it makes me feel. I'm focusing on, oh, I got to do this. And that was most often the case with most people in the groups. Did you do it? I mean, that's where the accountability comes in, right? Accountability can be fun or it can be, I have to do this, right? And that's just such a drag. So that's one of the most common things. And then people feeling like they're going to social events uh, that are invariably surrounded with food, at least pre-COVID, and feeling like they're punished or carrying their Tupperware like a badge of honor. I brought my salad. <laughs> There's a bit of a mindset there that I think that, okay, yes, no pain, no gain. So I've got to work out all the time. And it's also, I have to eat salad, isn't it? Like this like, <laughs> ongoing thing that I have to eat salad and everyone goes, oh, another salad. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting that, yes, you're bringing that up, but how do you get them to move past that? What's the sort of turnaround point? Do you make them change it around so that they say, oh, okay, this is what it's going to give me? Or what, what's sort of the turning point for them? That's So the words that you used, this is what it is going to give me, suggests a future reward. What I focus on is the reward of the present, the present moment. So we start right away with movement. There's some kind of movement, and this is where it gets individualized. So I'm just going to give a hypothetical here because it's not one size fits all. So in the morning, uh, we start with a morning stretch. It can be a five minute stretch, a 10 minute stretch. Meditation for five to 10 minutes, at least once a day. A brisk walk outside, if not a 30-minute workout indoors. It can be a home workout. It can be a workout of your choosing. And with those small activities throughout the day, and the workout could be the walk or the workout, okay? It's not that we're doing this all day long. Uh, And a five-minute stretch in the evening, all of that is grounding us back in our body. If I, and and I'm so used to doing that now, for me, I can speak personally, 
that if I have to get up and run out of bed in the morning because one of my kids needs something, I'm, <laughs> I can't walk properly down the hall, right? I feel like I haven't put my body together. I'm not connected with my body. I feel like something's wrong. So the first chance I get, I'm going to do a couple of stretches. So the first key is to notice in the present moment how I'm feeling in my body. Now, on days that perhaps I'm too busy to do the half hour workout or to do all of those things, you know, chair stretches uh, at my desk, breathing, taking a moment, I call them heart-centered moments, to just take a pause and take a breath, to write down a couple of words in a journal or in a calendar. And then when it comes to the food, to take one healthy habit a day and notice how that makes you feel. Well, one thing I had started, I go through phases where I like to juice vegetables. I literally feel like a battery charging when I have my green juice. So what all of that does is it gives me an immediate reward in the present moment. Oh, gee, this is going to do something for me in the future, but it's also doing something now. And that's the mindset change. So then when I'm craving something, I need nourishment or I need to feel right in my body, I will intuitively know and do it just as naturally as pushing hair out of my face <laughs> or scratching an itch. That's beautiful, isn't it? Because it's a different way to what you see the media cover it, don't you? Like you see in news, um, they love to say, oh, instant changes or here's an instant fix and it's a powder or it's a, just the exercise, it's a workout. But to actually listen into your body, I think that's so much more powerful because your body is going to be telling you, you know, what's happening, what it needs. And then you can make great choices because of that, because you're listening in. Yeah. And another very important thing is evaluating what our goals are. Because sometimes we set ourselves up with unrealistic goals when it comes to fitness and weight loss. So part of it is also when we connect with our body to also love our body because it is a powerful, wonderful machine that wants to just do the best for us. And when we reconnect with it, we can set much more uh, realistic and healthy and healthful goals. We don't all have, I don't have an hourglass shaped figure. I can't even say hourglass shaped figure. I never will. But I look better in my 40s in a dress that I had in my 20s. <laughs> you know, when I, uh, when I put it on and I thought to myself, wow, this is, I did it. You know, I feel so much better. And I weighed more, by the way. I weighed about 10 pounds heavier wearing the same dress. So it's not about the numbers on the scale. It's about how we feel and, and really connecting with our bodies so we can perform optimally, so we can be in the best shape. And how liberating and empowering is that? Yeah. And when you say liberating and empowering, that's who I'm sort of imagining at the moment is that, yes, you're making those changes and feeling better within yourself, but it has that flow on effect outside, doesn't it? Like you, 
are you seeing more confidence in these women, more self-esteem, more, you know, worthiness? They can actually, yeah, I'm worth this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it's not about having six pack abs. It's not about, and I, you know, I did, I got my six pack abs. I don't have them anymore. It was my little ribbon, you know, my, <laughs> my feather in my cap, just like uh, doing a triathlon. Uh, I wanted to do that. And then, uh, you know, before that I wanted to run a 5k and uh, finish before they picked up the cones. And I did that. And then people were saying, okay, rah, 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 Teresa, are you going to sign up? I said, mm, no, <laughs> I don't need to prove anything to anyone anymore. I'm done. You know, like uh, Forrest Gump, you know, he just, he just stopped running one day, <laughs> but I didn't stop the rest of it. You see? So it's okay. If you want to have that fun with it, you can, but if it becomes something that defines you or that it's, a do or die, you put undue pressure on yourself. And that's a lot of the psychology guided stuff too. Yeah, that's very true. I love that. Thank you so much for giving those tips because I think it's, yes, it is very individual, but it's also just adding a few things that work for you and doing it for yourself will mm -hmm. make all the difference. So that's awesome. And thank you for sharing your story with us too, because I think that's really cool that the listeners can get to know that you've been on that journey. You've been on that path and you've done it yourself and you've listened to other women and or other people, but especially women, because I know that women um, are our major listeners here. So it's fantastic that you're doing this. And I just love it. Now I know a bit more about psychology guide of fitness. That's so cool. So if our listeners do want to find out a bit more about you or where to go, where's the best place for them to go? Um, I'm, I am on social media, but um, if you go to uh, TeresaWV.com, Teresa is spelled with an H, TeresaWV.com, uh, you'll get all the information there. I also have a little uh, journaling guide for free that's uh, called uh, Fall in Love with Your New You Resolution uh, that you can sign up for and get uh, and download from my website. So. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you are so very welcome. Igniters, Teresa has been on the journey to personal wellness. I love her approach of aligning body, mind and heart. If you want to get her self-care guide, go to www.teresawv.com. For more about putting balance into your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.